0: I knew we weren't gonna always be hot, but I said, "Let's just be good. Good, good lasts forever. Hot gets cold, but we could be good forever, but not hot. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's I said, let's make good music. The message, spotlighting the most important voices of today with Ebro, an open dialogue about their experiences
1: in these times and the music that inspires them.
2: Welcome back to the message. I'm your host. My name's Ebro Darden, and today we're blessed with some very special guest friends of mine, Tony, Tony, Tony. That's right, the original lineup of Raphael Sadiq, Dwayne Wiggins, and Timothy Christian Riley have reunited for the first time in 25 years for a new tour, and if we're lucky, some new music too. I encourage them to stop by The Message and talk about them as a family, performing together, and the responsibility they have as artists to spread love. Let's get into it. And stay tuned later for a special announcement about the future of The Message podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, The Legends. Uh, back together, outside for us to go uh, watch them play live. Tony, Tony, Tony. Raphael, Dwayne, Tim. Mm-hmm. Y'all y'all don't come outside together. When's the last <laughs> time y'all came outside together? Oh,
0: it's been, it's
1: been <laughs> You mean like on a stage? On a stage.
0: For us, it. for the fans. Thirty years. Been a little while. Yeah, it's thirty been at years.
1: Least, yes.
0: It's, that's the number.
1: That, that's really huh. That's the number. Everybody's saying twenty five, maybe, maybe
0: thirty one. Thirty years since well,
1: we, well since uh, your last record that we did with you, the House of Music. I mean the um.
0: Right, but not a tour. Right. When I did House of Music right. Live. Right. Oh right right yeah they, yeah they came and hung out but as far as us planning a tour playing our whole catalog and and us putting it together. To, to feature
1: yeah,
0: all was, of man. us. This has just never happened.
2: So for the audience, uh, we uh, have these brothers here today because they are literally family. Yes. Yep. They grew up together uh, in the Bay Area, became the group that we love, Tony, Tony, Tony. Wrote together, traveled together, toured together, went through heartache together. Probably spent so much time together, that's probably why we never saw y'all perform again for 30 years, because y'all had spent so much time together. But it's a blessing to have y'all back. And today I wanted to talk about that family brotherhood, because you guys are blessed enough to come full circle. You know, not all family members get that blessing Mm. to come back around after the... Turmoil and yes. the ups and downs of of business and loss. Man, what a
1: great we got a master's class now. I mean, we mastered this understanding. When we uh, went separ- our separate ways with stuff, we carried on uh, Tony, Tony, Tony being that that foundation for other groups to come through. That's right, at, and learn it at industry level. But it was always about teaching them the game of the industry. But we we learned a lot being separate because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think if we would have stayed together under the situation we was under, it it, it wouldn't be good for us today. And that's how God works, you know what I mean? What
2: was most of the stress on y'all? Was it the stress of creating or the stress of the business? Or maybe it was a mix of of all of it. I'll start with you, Tim. I
1: don't know. Sometimes it's like a lot of uh, outside influences. People, you know, people in your ear. You got that kind of stuff happening, uh, which kind of pulls some stuff away, uh, but we still, you know, we're still, like, together, working together, yeah. even outside of the group, mm-hmm. doing production and things like that.
2: What about for you, Dwayne? What was the biggest um, stress?
1: The, the business part of it, you know, you have to learn a lot. We, you trust a lot of people, and we come from, you know, um, that's, that's, a, that's how we judge who we're going to work with and things like that. We had things, and we had to deal with accountants that were doing certain things and all that, and, you know, we're from Councilmont. We learned certain things, but financial management and how things move and all of that legally, there's a lot of, a lot of things like that, that that made us look at things differently. But then when, like when we pushed each other up, apart and things, we got a chance to see where everybody really was. And we walked back to the table, it was like, still here, the same. Thing. And we realized, hey man, it's always been our, our energy. So when we're on the stage, it's like being at home in the living room. It's, not, you know, it's different energy with family, believe it.
2: And what about for you, Ray? Because uh, cause you, you you know, while you guys separated, you had a pretty successful solo career, mm-hmm. right? But I know that you had told me many times that you love being on stage with your family. Though. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, I, I, I was, we we always, you know, making, you know, talking about that in a lot of interviews. I was, I was good on my own, but I, I knew I was always better with these guys. I mean, you know, music is our life, right? So I'm going to do music no matter what until so I'm gone, but... On stage with these guys, it's a whole different. It takes on a whole different persona, and I knew that. I always knew that I would never be who I was, even with the solo career. If they didn't allow me to do what I was doing in the Tonys to practice, to be a part and go out and produce different groups, you know. But on the stage together, it's like you know, it's like you know, Scotty, Pepin, Jordan, Robin getting back together. That's what it feels like. We just know each other. We don't have yep. to say nothing. You know, we laughing. Forgetting words, <laughs> yeah. you know stuff like that. Crowd is loving it. Yeah. You know, it's like it's fun. It's it's a family thing with it. But as far as the groups, there's a pattern in the record industry when groups are going to be together and break up. Mm-hmm. It's maybe four years, right? Economics, you know, family. You know, right, yeah. just the California demand, just living The demands of being a human being. Right. right. You know, you you know with kids, you know, you're starting off and everybody go do separate things and, and everybody's having a ton of fun doing whatever they doing. Nobody's like, oh, we like everybody's like, yo, mom, I get to go do this. And but, you know, when you see each other, it's just you know what it is. Nobody can really break that up.
2: Um, today is 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 a conversation I like to have. It's called the message.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, you know, I, I bring people in um, to go farther than just the music. And I thought that was something that was, you know, Raphael, known you for a long time since I was 13, 14 years old out right. in the streets, right? And, and just hanging out. And, and Raphael used to let us come over to his crib and he'd be in there creating and we'd do graffiti in the garage. You gave us a place to hang out so we didn't have to be in the street, getting right. in trouble. And, um, and a lot of young creatives from Northern California, you always showed us love. Of course. And yeah. gave us space. And um and I but that was also a, a real family thing that I didn't realize till later on that y'all had growing up in Oakland mm-hmm. around you know your house where you guys have a really big family.
1: Nice size family, but you know what? The, when it says you know the community, it was the community with, with us and for for me on that point. When you just made that statement and saying Ray will let you come in the garage and do this, that's how we grew up. Right. You know what I mean? And that's how you know we were able to develop ourselves. But I mean, for me, I, it was the Black Panthers. that, right. You know, I used to be in the, the free breakfast program or whatever. But they used to have a spot called the Son of Man Temple uh, off of East Fourteenth, across the street from Quarter. Uh, not Quarter Pound. Excuse me. Quick Way. Quick Way. And back in the day, they Quick. that was their temple, and I didn't know what all of that was. was. I'm now. I'm dating myself. I was seventy-two. You right, know what I mean? Right. And uh, we used to rehearse in there. And they never called our parents when something was going, going down. I remember them slapping the hell out of my partner for him going in the room and taking something. He, so, they, you know, the community right. was, was helping out with things like that. And, you know, they let us in. And I was able to develop and hone in on my craft through, through that. So when you say that about him, was, yep. that's how we grew up. Yep. And that's how we ended up working with him. You know, the, the Destiny Childs and this, that, and the other, because we understood exposing is key in this business. You know what I mean? They got to see how it works we had a real chance to see for the past right. five years. And we're like, what? And then you looking at people this way. And I'm, man, I thought, look. you know, you could see how things that my brother may hear from one person, or I may hear and then you and you just know like that's not what it is. And um, so just coming back together is gonna be, it's been special with us anyway, from the first day, you know, some line, something changed on the on the stage. The, the rest of the band that he put together, they don't know what it is, but me, we speaking a whole other language. Right. I look at him, mm-hmm. and then Ray's looking up like this. I was like, oh, he not know the words. So I, boom, put it out there, and he look like,
2: "Thank you." we very playing much. ball up there on yeah. their asses. It's beautiful, Alley-o. bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You guys um, put together a playlist called The Message Playlist. So this conversation y'all listening to right now, you can actually in Apple Music. You can go, y'all gave me 43 records. And basically, I asked the brothers, all of y'all, I say, yo, give me the records that are your inspirational records, the records that uh, 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 maybe you're listening to right now, things that you, you know, from your catalog that you want to make sure is next to some of these other things. So, Tim, I don't know. Tim, did you get a look at these 43 records? Uh, one of them was Thank You. Thank You.
0: Yeah. Slide Family Stone. For letting me be myself. Slide Family Stone. Representing how you San wrote that
2: out? Yeah. For letting me be
1: myself. Oh, my That's God. how it is. For,
2: for letting me. Yeah. Be mice, yeah,
1: elf. That's again, that was go. crazy, right? <laughs> That's how he wrote it. That out. was,
2: I mean, that was around that time though, because uh, Parliament then was misspelling words too on albums around that yeah. time too, yeah. right? That was yeah. a thing,
1: psycho, alpha, disco, beta, bio, aqua, loop, yeah, the motion yeah. pictures, yeah. underwater story, motion, yeah. <laughs> woo yeah.
0: Well, I just do it sometimes because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to spell it correctly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But I became but I became a thing in in, in, in uh in hip hop too, using using different letters to spell things or spelling things. Yeah. Spelling things differently.
0: Yeah, hip hop cats was a lot more clever though than R&B cats as far as lyrics to me. Yeah. Just just the metaphors and all right. the metaphors that they would use. And I was like, damn, these dudes is really like teaching me like Wordsmith. Word yeah, they like wordsmiths. Mm-hmm. We was like baby honey love you. Right. Bam. They was like the metamorphosis of what we like. What? <laughs> right. But I guess that's why you know, it's all music, right? It's all like it's all it's all black music, man. It's
2: all black music, and it's all it's it's all relative, mm-hmm. right? Related. Yeah.
0: You yeah. know what
2: I mean? And 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 without R and B and blues, uh, ain't no hip hop. Ain't none of this. Ain't without no man. popular music.
0: Without Let's drums, be honest.
2: Without the church, without blues, without gospel, you know, jazz. All this popular music people are hearing
1: today—that's mm-hmm. why—is uh, really. I heard people say for the culture and whatever, and that's 100% what I, I feel and believe because I've seen many times when certain things will start, such as rock and roll or whatever else. And you know, he's, he was talking about the Rolling Stones when someone's giving you did you pull from the Rolling Stones from Stone Rolling. He's like, "No, we pull from Muddy Waters, mm-hmm. where well, they got their name from <laughs> in the whole bit and such." But the point is that we always start something, and we walk away from it. I was like, we ain't walking away from this Tony's vibe. And I'm gonna make sure that there's artists that I deal with get to understand how we move with that because they got to take it and take it to the next level. And um, so I'm honored to be able to see some of the new artists that's out there and, and know the fact that they had chances, feel the vibe of, you know, being a real artist. And well, and, and
2: Tim, I'm glad you went to this record first, too, because a lot of y'all, the Tony, the Tony's, Tony, Tony, Tony aesthetic of how Ray you was dressing, you mm-hmm. know, was very different. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you think of what y'all was doing and what Sly and Family Stone and them was doing, I'm sure you guys took some cues from just that freedom to, you know, wear. You know, there was no uniform on stage. Everybody was just coming out with whatever they wanted to have on for the night.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Y'all
2: know, you didn't have a—there was no synergy. The only synergy was how the music came together. Mm.
1: Now, we did stick to—we did make sure that, you know, it used to have a rule. I remember back in the days, like, you can't wear no tennis shoes on our stage. Mm. <laughs> I remember yeah, that was the rule with everybody. Uh, but you know what else was. Is that rule still out?
2: in effect?
0: Oh, no, now no. I'm like, A6. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I'm I I'm, I'm like, no. green A6. What's top, some slime shoes pressure? you had
1: on the other day? Yeah, those. those I'm
0: like, yeah— <laughs> it's more comfortable, you know. I I, I switch it up, but they didn't have like really good sneaker gear back in nah. Well they did, but now it's this classic Well, style. it
2: was more straight ahead back in the eighties, early late eighties, nineties. It was like you had basketball gear. Boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or the crazy. or the merch of a team or whatever, but you didn't just have like this lifestyle athletic thing that
0: you have today. The freshest shoes back in the day was pumas, right? It's too right. flat to really move around in. The K okay. Smith was like too flat for right. me. Right.
1: You know, so I saw in the old school picture of the BKs.
0: Oh no, see that was just, I'm glad I didn't cut it in you know, the you know, BKs. See, back in the, the day we called them a little, uh-huh. little, little diamonds thing on that? Yeah, nah. we nah, don't want that.
1: Um,
2: you guys mastered the slow jam for sure. You guys are one of the masters of the slow song. And I don't even call it a slow song, I call it a slow jam because it had a bop. Um, I would love to hear from you, Dwayne. You know, mm-hmm. um bop. It was a bop. Like it, it had I'm a gonna,
1: I'm gonna throw it way back on you. I'm tripping out now. But it what? had a
2: head nod. Like it was it was a it was a love song. Yeah. It was sexy, but it had a head, still had a head nod to it. Mm-hmm. The Shy Lights. Uh, which one? Oh the Shy Shy Lights. the yeah.
1: stylistic yeah. system, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we pulled from a lot of that stuff. But you know, back in the day they used to call that belly rub music. Mm. Oh, they say you're going to have a party or we're having a belly rub. Because <laughs> everybody will be real slow, dancing. Yeah, slow dancing. People were slow dancing in North Carolina the other day. Did you see that? Yeah. That was dope to see. Yeah. You know, bringing that back. So we just now always wanted to the it. right songs. And we didn't want to go out there and say, baby, I want to lick you and then throw you down and da, 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 da. We just, you know, lay your head on my pillow.
2: And just breathe.
1: Let's describe it out. You know what I'm relax. saying? But now it's
0: hard for people to do belly dancing, belly, yeah. rubs, belly rub. Belly rub. You yeah. yeah. call not have a belly rub. Covid. COVID. Oh. <laughs> yeah,
1: as
2: long because, as you wear a mask, so you gotta wear a mask. <laughs> wear a mask. You gotta, you gotta wear a mask. Mask on your belly. Ray, right, um, what you know when you think of the message that you know and what you guys represent as Tony, Tony, Tony as this legendary group? What words come to your mind?
0: Bold, bold, mm. bold love. Bold love for the world. Mm. You know, just know know that it's bigger than your next door neighbor, bigger than your friend. It could, it could, it has to travel well. It has to travel across the world. It's not about the airwaves in front of you. It has to travel. Like, you know, like if you put your hand in the water and ocean, that goes everywhere. That's, I think, music travels. And that's what I've always thought about. Like, I thought about really impressing the people who came before us and maybe a dude driving on the street in a car. Like, I always bring that up because it was in my mind because I would see a car pass by me. and I could just hear, like somebody playing knee deep is like, you know, boom, mm. boom, 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 boom. It's fade out. And then all of a sudden, then you got a record deal. What you gonna do with that? Mm. That's scary. You know, so for me, I said, it, it the sound has to travel. So you felt, and, and not only, but it sounds like, you're also saying you have felt an obligation too. Huge responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Accountability, everything. You know, responsibility is always a, <clears throat> is my number one thing, don't it? You know, you, you're you not always going to be, like, the best at what you do, right? You're always not going to be the number one. I always knew that. I knew we weren't going to always be hot, but I said, let's just be good. Good, good lasts forever. Hot gets cold. But we could be good forever, but not hot. hmm You know, so that's I said, let's make good music. Dwayne, do you remember uh, when me and you
2: dropped? Mm-hmm. Uh, or let me ask you it this way: Do you remember when y'all created the song "Just Me and You"?
1: I remember when Raphael put that together, being Mr. First of all, yeah, when he first got his uh, MPC sixty. All right, the, you know, so we we on yeah drum machine. We that's what makes up a big part of. A, that was our my flavor. first solo record, right? Yeah. it right. was. Yeah.
0: That did that happened in Sacramento, right?
1: Yeah. Right, and wow. then he just got that MPC-60, and the whole, baby. he was pulling sounds from like the old, uh, what's that maestro drum machine, that thing mm-hmm. that, that yeah. uh, Sly had, he pulled some of those sounds, had them in there, but the the way it locked up, what I was getting to is like um, the drums like that, and then the Whirlisser, mm-hmm. Whirlisser happens to be the, the real part of our sound that they call Neil Soul to this day, we just started using it way back, and we started slapping it on everything. But when he did that with the MPC-60, I ain't right on, that was him. But here's how there's no mistakes. It's just what it is. He was saying, I I, I couldn't trunk, you uh, could, didn't get it locking up right, and it uh, kept going, Boom, yeah. I was like, man, that's that, poor. Oh, that's, he's like, that was a mistake. I didn't mm, need to do but I it. had that slump. It had that slump, man. The
0: way the MP quantizes, it snatches your beat for you. You know what I mean? I was going to boom, boom, ka, boom, boom, but it went, Boom. Boom boom boom. I said, oh, it smashed like that. But um I can't take full responsibility for that with the way they said in the maestro. Yeah. Our engineer at the time was Jerry Brown. And mm-hmm. he brought the maestro in and he actually grabbed some sounds and started messing with the beat under what I did. And then that's yeah. that's how it came. He was he's he was old. Jerry mixed like like gap band. Right. So when we got with him, the label put us with him and he would you know, you'll be working and he'll pull out a, a toy and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. So we sort of came in with some OGs who was like, hey, hey K, you want to try this? You want to try this? <laughs> and we were like, yeah, we know what it is. We heard it. You know, Hall & using it. I can't go for that. Uh. Um, Suggy Otis was using it a lot. Sly was using it a lot. And um, we were able to put it on the record. What happened first?
2: The The request... For you guys to submit a song for the Boys in the Hood soundtrack? Or the song was already made and then it got submitted to the soundtrack?
0: The story is John Singleton really loved the Tonys. Right. Right, so he he always um would come to me and say, you should score music. That's how I got into scoring. Um, he, But Stanley was doing all his movies, of course. So he came to me and said... That's Stanley Clark. Stanley right? Clark, yeah. yeah. The one and only yeah. legend, Stanley <laughs> yeah. Clark. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> School days. <laughs> yeah, um, he said, "I got this song the Neil Long and Cuban Junior gonna be. They're gonna be in the locker room, sort of making out." That's it. He didn't show me the movie. That's all he, he just told me. And then I wrote "Just Me and You" because that's it's just that was just it. us two. And so that <laughs> yeah. was pretty much how I, I worked with John. John never let me see any clips when we did uh, when I did ask of you. He didn't show me anything. He said. I'm just gonna tell you that the character's name is Deja. That was it. So that's how that record became that record. He just he would never show me mm. any of the clips, which is weird. Now I'm glad he didn't show it to me because now when I'm scoring, I don't really have to see some of the clips sometime. But John is a was a he's a a big piece of why I do what I do. Right. You know. But it was it wasn't really no red tape or anything like that. It, it just it felt like a, a friend. Like a homie, like like a, like a friend that got on was like, yo, throw me a song. So then
2: you see the movie and the song comes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, for us at a of a certain age, Nia Long was Whoo-hoo!
0: Yeah, Nene. Oh no. Scor
2: hey, listen. Bruh, shut down. <laughs> oh, Everybody yeah. stopped. Everybody stopped. Nene's and then family. that song came on. And I mean, if you was if you had if you was in the movie theater and that you had that soundtrack, you was going to that record.
0: Yeah, it was um, I I for for me everything is a you know it's it's you make it cause you love it. Right. You know, and when it comes out, you don't you never know what it's gonna do. You just you never know, and then when it becomes, I think now with us touring now, I mean when you see when I when I watch Dwayne sing his set on our show, it's crazy. His set is. It's just crazy. His set is nuts. But I get to sit back and watch him. So right. I, I'll leave the state and watch him sing whatever you want. Bro, it's crazy. So I could, because I could reflect back to when we did it. Yeah. And I'm telling you, we were just like making songs and leaving, coming back the next day, just right. not thinking too much about it because we thought so much about everybody else. Mm-hmm. We stayed a fan of all the other groups that we like. We always, you know, if I see Rakim, I'm going to be, I'm slightly sl- kind of fan out. Yeah. But that's what keeps us fresh because we still love other artists, whether old or young, whatever. But to watch now I get to sit back mm. and watch him sing whatever you want, it's it's crazy. So I, now when we do just me and you, we actually get to feel what maybe you felt like. Right. You know, we get to yeah. live a little bit now, outside.
1: Outside yeah. moment, yeah. Yeah, this right. is yo, the first time up. it
0: happened. I never felt it before till now, because I sit back, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy.
1: You know mm. stupid too, is how they know the lyrics. Now, See how they're talking
0: me. about they know the lyrics? Like, what do you mean they
1: know the lyrics? Of course. I mean, no, all the ad-libs. Oh, no, we know everything. Like,
0: yeah. Backgrounds, <laughs> ad-libs,
1: <Yes>. everything.
0: <laughs> they're scary because if you guys know it sometimes I kind of forget, <laughs> forget, and you look at them like, well, oh, they're going to say it, but I'm probably not. You all know right. what I mean? Oh, no, we're saying it.
2: Oh the fans are saying it. Yeah, saying, maybe oh, no. The Tonys, Tony, 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 are here on The Message on Apple Music 1. Their entire playlist, they put together 43 songs. Um, Dwayne, pick us a record, man that you want to play. Cause this is a, I mean, this Earth Wind and Fire. This is Prince, Aretha Franklin, Brothers Johnson, Tyler the Creator, Steve Lacey, Cleo Soul. I mean, this playlist is, I mean, b Black Music Magic. I'm probably gonna right? play.
0: I'm probably gonna play Sunshine by Steve Lacey. That's my one of my favorite joints. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, did you work on Steve Lacey's project? No, nah, just it's, it's a friend, just a homie. Okay, because he definitely when I was listening. To his music, i was like, oh, he in L.A. He must have went over Ray's little compound and they over there. Because, you know, all the, all you know that, right, Dwayne? They be all be over there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everybody the, be I, over I at Ray House. All the L.A., R&B. You talking about the studio, the one in L.A. right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The, what's that little uh, Daniel dude? Daniel Caesar. From, Daniel oh, yeah. a little dude. <laughs> Can I tell you a story about
2: Daniel Caesar? <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you a story about Daniel Caesar? Yeah, of course. When Daniel Caesar first came out. I had heard about him and I was like, it was like, oh, he's, you know, he grew up in a church. His parents didn't let him listen to secular music, you know. Grew up in a church and he had some art. I was like, oh, this is fire. I interviewed him right in this room. He didn't even he had never heard of Tony Tony Tony. I believe it. I played him. I was like, you never heard of Tony Tony Tony. I made them I made him and his man sit here with me while I just went through Tony. I was like, Y'all ain't never heard this
0: before.
1: Yeah. Wow. And he dealing with right? So, so
2: he right?
0: came to my studio, I was to work with him, I'd end up doing a song with him. I met him, and so the next day I told my nephew, which is his son. Mm. You, know, you know Dylan. You yeah, know Dylan. Dylan. You know Dylan? Yo, yeah. I'm a you huge know, fan. He, oh, he all live all out of- here
1: now. What? He live in New, got New got York?
0: Little, he got a little apartment,
1: yeah. Oh, I do not yeah.
0: know that. Play a Yo,
2: I was playing when, when the heart, what was it called? The heart?
0: Smashing Hearts. Smashing, smashing, smashing G- Hearts? G- when he, he was doing there. the Smashing he Hearts
2: shit? Of I here. was calling Ray like, who is this kid? Where is this
0: kid at? This dope. So with Dylan, I told Dylan, I said, I'm working with Daniel Caesar. You should come to the studio tomorrow. So he was going. Dylan was in Studio C, and so at some point I just put them both in the room, and I did like one song. Right, they met. That was it. They've been working. I think Dylan executive produced the album. The last one. Yeah, Dylan. that's Dylan doing that work. Oh yes, sir. What? And then Dylan, I, that's, then I that's ended up having Bay
1: right there. Ended up having like two <laughs> songs
0: on it. And then Dylan, my nephew was telling me. Uh, your song is here. Here, this what you should get paid. This, this. <laughs> yeah, he he was Dylan know the whole game. Yeah, but that's but that's love. If level. you mentoring somebody, they supposed to be better than you. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's what a mentor is. That's right. I Boom. feel like they're that's the that's where they at. And I, I love it. I love it. is well because
2: now you guys because remember it was Dylan and you know a young Gabby was right there. Yeah, yeah. Her, mm-hmm. her young her and Before Dylan was, I was
1: in there. Zendaya was up. Who I always yep. thought, you know, I mean, they all came up around each other, working. They, they, they all in the one situation. Yeah. yeah, they all the same Pop school, life, right? Yes. Uh,
0: yeah, all went to the same school. Yeah, yeah,
1: and um, all of them. It's man, so, cool. so we moved to LA, man. When he, when they get started hanging around their uncle, man, it's just like it. It went to a whole. It was like you went from one part <laughs> to the next part, and and like you said, they know Lock it better count. than us. Lock now count, man. they were sick of me, bro. Uh, Dylan and his was, mom
2: was sick of me bro I was like yo, what here. are y'all doing where, where's the, is, what label y'all on I wanna play this song like what's the plan like, was what was he bro was on an early 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 <laughs> yo I saw the video <laughs> the I forget way, where I saw the video I was like who are these kids in an arcade oh this is like some yeah, oh, they doing oh you
1: know hold on Red Cups I yeah, like that man I told Dylan to give me a copy of that damn song so that's the arcade you know, he,
0: that's the arcade in Oakland in, uh, in San Leandro yeah, okay. this guy's house I went over his crib and I was like Yo, this is your house, dude. The Arcade was in somebody's duplex. Remember that? And I just I said y'all just walk around here, shoot y'all video in here. I said I'm gonna tell y'all you probably ain't gonna like this song, probably in six months because it's your first one. But it's an experience you're gonna have. And right. he he hates red cups now.
1: He does. And I, I'm like, and I'm always red cup. I was like, dude, can I just have this fucking plate when I'm drinking out of a red cup? Yeah, but they
0: had. So what
2: I heard was I heard talent straight up. But then I heard songwriting and and. There's a certain R&B structure that when I hear a record and when it locks a certain way and there's a specific structure and it's not meandering, like you get into the verse, you get into the hook, it's an... Like, oh. Wait, y'all got a change in here? There's a change? Oh, <laughs> oh, wait, hold up. Is, y'all I mean, doing bridges? I mean, bridges going, oh, wait, who are these kids, up. man? Who are these children?
0: <laughs> yeah. You got a bridge? I mean, they, they, speaking of family, so talking about family, it's a good time. He, they really have it. They really got it. Like, And it's a community of them. That's when people ask me about music, R&B, like, where do I think it's at? When I think about, like you saying, Gabby and... The hers and Zendaya. Kaylani. day, oh man! But like Jaden and Dylan and Daniel Caesar and Frank Ocean, yeah. cause he worked with Frank too. Right. So that whole crew,
1: yeah. He, I just got
0: hip to it's, that dude. It's a whole different level. Like they know. I would say they bar they bars about up to like if it's one to ten, they bought it. They bought it at nine. Oh no, they right nine there. 10, they right there. They not they right there.
1: One not, thing that they got that we didn't have, they know how to read them. and write and transcribed the whole bit, you know what I mean? Jaden and him, that's my, my youngest son, they they used to battle each other, to see who could sing something and, and write out what you just did, or play something and write and, out and what you just did. And what Dwayne's did. talking
2: about y'all is actually write the music
1: yes. notes yeah, onto write yeah, and compose. Right. That's one thing, we didn't know we were writing because we thought writing was, you didn't writing write it out. We play by ear, but we, we learned quick that we were writing. Um, and that was cool, man. I Jaden got something on that uh, They clone, Tyrone. Yeah. It's like, boy,
0: you hey, been boy, out here working, me, man. It's a beastie world out there. I mean, I'm enjoying it, man. I mean, that's... I mean, I walk around proud. Just like you seeing, should. like, everybody, like, because, I mean, it got me into, like, playing. Like, this dude this is my first, probably... With Tim. Keyboard teacher, Tim. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I play with him at church, and he would just play everything and act like he didn't play anything. You know, he he wrote a never-range <laughs> in Southern California, so. All the music. So he there, just, everything. yeah, he just, like, I'm like, bro, like, what is that? He's like, mm, mm-hmm. nothing. Like, what? I'm like, bro. So being around him, being around Dylan, D- D- Dwayne was the same thing for me. He I took guitar from him. You know, he, I took guitar from him now. With Dylan, I take piano from him. Mm. You know what I mean? So, and Daniel Caesar also plays every instrument on his album. Wow. And so, like, Dylan won't be like, you know, they'll play it and Daniel wanna play it over. So that I means artists, it's, they wanna play and they wanna make an album, but they also wanna be a part of production on mm. every instrument. And to see that t- type of maturity for some kids, producers, like, yeah, I could play it, but you wanna play it? Mm. And they and they are switching around in the room. Mm. I can't do you that. Know, I just throw my hands up like that's sh- is crazy. It's almost like emceeing, like like with Mob Deep, when you read, when you see his uh, his book, his oh probably yeah, yeah, Prodigy's yeah, book, yeah. When you hear about how you have to be to go go up against Nas, like you was you have to get a certain level of an emcee, yeah, to really be like in. Yeah, I feel like that's what's happening right now with music. You know what I mean? I I, like I, that. I can see it.
2: You got it on The Message. You're locked in with me, Ebro. As always, you can find Tony, Tony, Tony's message playlist on Apple Music by simply searching for The Message. Now, after this episode, we're going to be taking a little hiatus, but we'll be back soon in a brand new way with a brand new format. Make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts for more info. Now, let's get back to the convo with R&B legends, Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony is on Apple Music. One, look for their tour. Uh, what's the way? It's like Tony, Tony, Tony.
0: Just me and you, Raphael revisits. Tony, Tony, Tony. Just yeah. me and you tour.
2: Just me and you tour, right? But it's but the website is um Tony, Tony, Tony official. Oh official. yeah, Tony, Tony, yeah. Tony official. Official, yeah. You know, you know it's interesting. You know, people hear that that sample's been used a lot in hip hop. There was really Cadillacs. I don't even know. You know, because now you don't see them with the whole. Vinyl back, the whole back end of the roof was vinyl. There was no back window. The back window was literally a spade or a yeah, diamond. diamond. That was the whole back
1: window. I know you seen it because you seen some of your family. I'm like, oh, I know you seen oh, those I seen Cadillac. all that. I know you yeah, seen yeah, that. I seen board, all that. And yeah, my, my dad yeah. had the baby blue Fleetwood brawn. See what I'm saying? Flystone mm. had it. McNevin uh,
2: Cadillac, San Pablo. Remember that? McNevin Cadillac, right on San... I, I grew up right around the corner.
1: Hmm. Yes, I remember that
2: on the waterfront down there in wow. Berkeley, okay. right off of what is it, San Pablo, San Pablo, and you had the Gilman. Remember the pick and pack? Yep. Yep. You had the Gilman, Gilman down the street yep. where you. Oh my! And then we you know what was, the, uh, what was up. the? What uh, was the? the waterfront. <laughs> the waterfront. Acorn, what up? Yep. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. No, what was the? Uh, oh. What was the racetrack that everybody used to go to over there?
1: Oh, it's still it's still there. Golden Gate Field. Golden Gate Field. Golden
2: Gate Field is still there.
1: Still there. It's about to. Go through some changes, but it's still oh, like there. A, a
2: renovation yeah. or something. Yeah, right mm-hmm. off the highway. You know, mm-hmm. new money. We
1: have, we have
2: we having Bay Area talk, man. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a different time. Um, when you guys uh, think of like the melodies that you guys found on Sons of Soul, so you guys go through these. You had the revival. You had different projects. It feels like Sons of Soul project. The melodies that y'all found in that album. Y'all really locked into a specific uh, vibe, sound, yeah. whatever. Do you feel like that kind of carries what people remember the group to be today? That Sons of Soul project? Because there was so many hits on that one project. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think so. I think um, we definitely melody-driven. Quincy Jones always said it's about the melody, right? Yeah. And I didn't, I've didn't. i never heard it like that, but I knew I always liked melody because I listened to... Um a lot of, you know, cartoons had a lot of melodies in school them. Schoolhouse so, rock melodies was great. Right. You right? know, a lot of bugs, bunny and, yeah, that was... and all those orchestras and all those things you would hear you when you sure. come home from school, but then all the songs, all the like pillow talk, you know, dun, 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 uh, 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 just it's just so much melody and I think that's one thing we have is a melody. We have a melody before we have words. It's always about mm-hmm. the melody.
2: Is that Tim on the keys? Is that a guitar? Where Where does it... It's a combination. It's
0: a combination. It's yeah. Dwayne on guitar. It's, Dwayne sings and plays at the same time right. all the time. So if he's like, writing something, he starts singing like right away.
1: Yeah, I make it real simple. <laughs> you know, there's melodies that suck you in.
0: And then right. Tim takes us to like church sometime a little too much. And then we'll be like, yo, pull back on the church, homie. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> it's in you it's, it's always right? in them you can't Definitely, get it out yeah. of them
0: but for, for me I, I just I just I tread in between the both of them I just like whatever they do I just kind of jump in wherever I fit in and believe it or not I have to do that because
1: the three energies you know, that we have together is was to me and you know I'm one of it in anyway, it but I know I I feel the energy we're in the room together just messing around if I got an acoustic he got a cool signal Something's gonna come out of it like that, and it's not like we're trying to write. It's just how we speak. We mm-hmm. speak with our instruments, and to this day, our splits in our group is thirty-three and a third. That's three, three, three. That's
2: right. It's been like that. That's
1: right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, and and we on that stage, you feel it too. And like I don't even have to be looking at Ray. I'm, I'm over here doing this. Right? If he gets ready to change, he may say something. and I know exactly where he's going. We
0: just trying to be like Dale Phonics, you know what I mean? Stylish. You know, things. yeah. I mean, that's, every that's that's, that's that's what it Harold is. Harold Melvin and them. That's it. We we trying to like hit you, in the we know you can't you can't give up on the melody. Yeah, you can't. You know we trying to I'm, I'm trying to be like Russ. I'm trying to sing sometime like like Mike a little bit. Some yeah. of the leads vocals, Smokey, David Ruffin, yeah. Eddie Kendrick is my all time favorite. That's right? my guy. Is Eddie Kendrick's? Dwayne is has been a balladeer his his whole life as a band growing up in Oakland we could funny things we couldn't sing slow songs we could only play fast songs like cameo songs mm. cuz to slow a song down and sing to a woman is harder than than singing you know funk songs funk is like kind of easy to sing to people but to slow it down or a crowd with women and men in it and the men is kind of like you got to be really good to do that because men don't really they got their girls with them. You know, the song just, they don't, yeah. you got to be really good to do that. So we, I shied away from singing any slow songs in the beginning. I'm like, let's keep it up. Right. Let's keep it up. But then when like, you know, anniversary happened, you know, that's when I had a little bit more confidence. I'm like, oh, I could kind of walk out here in front of people and, and see if I can, you know, get away with it. Especially in New York. I remember sing, we played in New York one time. In New York, is a cold piece. Yeah, yeah. We played the Palladium. I was like, man, we we had a record deal and everything. I'm thinking we're going to run out. Man, no, and nobody's moving. No girls giving us no love. Mm-hmm. They're just looking at us. I'm like, damn, it's going to be hard. And I was like, if I touch this girl and she don't give me no response, I'm like, we dead. Right? And I touched her. She's like, oh, that's all I needed. You know, that's, that's what one we song, yeah, yeah, it was a mm-hmm. slow song. That was our first long song. It was a slow song. It was. was that time we did I'm not probably... going to cry for you. Oh, Wow. In the very beginning.
2: Right, first album.
0: Yeah. And we didn't that's have That's the what was that? That's the Halo hey Walter album. Right. Um, yeah. And so and then we start touring, quick story, when you see somebody sing Peace of My Love, that's intimidating. Yeah. You see Aaron Hall do that right yeah. before you. Boom, And the bass line. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. boom, boom, boom. boom,
1: boom, boom. And we had many battles on stage. You know, that's ba- that's baby. That's baby. You, you a baby. guy? Oh, Tony, 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 a guy? Yeah. Remember the first battle. time we met him was at the Atlantic City something, something. It, it was coming down the elevator. It was some music convention. We was sitting there like, mean, that's the three dudes right there. They was coming yeah. down. They don't know what it was like.
0: And Aaron Hall is no joke. And, and Teddy is like a monster. So he could he could change his show up like he can go do Audible in Are the you, back yep. you know, with his computer and come back out. He mm-hmm. would walk to the dressing room like, Y'all was good tonight, but tomorrow, wait till I come back.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
0: It was battling like that. No, it's crazy. You no, know,
2: I didn't know Tony, 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 and Guy. Y'all was. I mean, but still sharper steel.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Much yeah. respect for each other. Yeah, it was love. love. It was no. that was what it's about. You know what I mean? Huge, that's made it huge. Fun, yeah. you know? huge.
2: And and also too, I think you know as we talk about that time, I don't hear it as much today, right? Um, in the way R and B is made. Like everybody is very focused on the beautiful aspects of R and B, the real pretty, pristine, clean keys and pretty vocals, and that yes, wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I come from that time where you know, especially when you had Teddy and the key, the first Keith Sweat album, yeah, right, and that Guy album, right, and y'all, where, Johnny Kemp
1: just got paid,
2: yeah, but 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 it was there was a a a a a dirtiness on the mix of you know what I'm saying, so we was riding around playing slow jams and it was hitting like hip hop records, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean it boomed the system like the the eight oh eights the low end was there, yeah, the yeah. bass lines was there, but it was still a slow song, it was yep. still a love song, mm-hmm. and I think today's i think I don't know if the young artists and the young producers know how important that was. Even when you fast forward into the 90s and you look at what Puff and Bad Boy was doing Mm -hmm. with the Mary records and them hip-hop and R&B records, right? Those records, yes, beautifully written, great R&B songs. But them Barry White records they were sampling and Mary Jane Girl's records they were sampling had bass lines. Yeah, it had funk to it and it had attitude on it, but it was still a love song. And I think that juxtaposition... You know, kind of in the energy, in the in the recording, I feel like sometimes I'm like, yo, ain't nobody delivering that today. You know, Frank Ocean gives you some of that in his last project where he feel like a hip hop record, but he's, you know, doing his Frank Ocean thing on it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, But yeah, I, lo- I love that time period for that reason.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a different time. Um
2: Even D'Angelo first Brown Sugar album.
0: Yeah, he's, had that dirt on it. He was he had dirty music cause he was a he's a Dilla head. You know what I mean? Right. So if you got a you know a Tribe head fix on you and you got a Dilla on you, you like you like you don't want to come out with a singing album that ain't smacking like that. Got a hit. You know what I mean? So they don't really have this generation don't really have a Dilla, and you know they're not really going to see like you know you see Buster Buster. You want to be like you you can't go nobody can go as hard as Buster, right? Right. I'm saying, but you do want your music to speak to a generation like like your peers. Right. I think the peers are just smooth. Everybody has to it's pretty much like the producers, like, you know, labels only one one sound. Back in the day, they, they wanted more, us to be this group, right. this group, that group. Now everybody mm-hmm. some now I don't wanna say everybody, but a lot of people Seventy five percent of the people sound exactly like mm-hmm. yeah. It's a lot of same same. It's family. like being mm-hmm. like in Norway, everybody's blonde, you know. Somewhere it's <laughs> <Yeah>. like he, <laughs> it's very homogenous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> very
1: homogenous. How you can describe that?
2: <laughs> uh, listen, um, y'all got some hip hop on this playlist, the message playlist. Tony, Tony, Tony's here. Just me and you tour kicked off September twenty second. It's gonna run till November seventeenth. Um, I know y'all didn't put one of my favorite songs. Where you had Ali Shaheed on the drums on the Sons of Soul album. I think it was mm-hmm. Ali Shaheed was on yeah. the drums. Right. Um, and was doing some programming for y'all. That I still to this day, I turn that on for what I just showed, what I just was trying to articulate, where you took a hip-hop bounce and then put some beautiful melody across yeah. the top. Mm-hmm. Yep. I couldn't keep it to myself. And even the way the the song Comes in almost like a jazz improv, the way y'all work into the into the way the beat drops. Amazing record. Thank you. Man. I don't even know that. That's one I play for people, and then the the actual album version of
1: Anniversary, The eight, the nine minute long, the
2: nine minute. One. But I I jump all the way to the orchestra breakdown, the way y'all bust all the instruments all the way down to raise voice and the strings, yep. and then build it all the way back up. Yeah, and then the beat drops again, and then you just let it ride out like that.
1: Yeah, man,
0: we did that right here in New York. Tell her, bro. It, it hit the hit, hit Factory, uh. mixed it at Hit Factory, and um, this the record was done. Then we just uh, stripped it, like you said, bounced it back, sung it back, left the studio about, about five in the morning. Walked mm. outside and heard the last part of the mix. I'm like, oh, that's good. And then ran into Nile Rogers outside, hopping in a Porsche in the rain. He was like, you need a ride to the hotel? I'm like. No, I'm good. He just, woof. And I was like, ooh, I gotta have one of those. <laughs> it was like the Mean Joe Green commercial. Yeah. Man.
1: Hey, man, but, you know, uh, talking about that song, that's nine minutes long, but, whatever, you know, the, the difference with us is we have real, authentic ventures instruments on that mm. because you know you can have that, that string sound with the synthesizers and everything because this man plays that very well but that was really a 40-piece orchestra on there mm. so it's gonna feel like something you the that warmth that you with need with the knocking the drums on it yeah. you know and all of that and then you got the whirler on it and then like you said the way we mix yeah. he mixed that like a hip-hop song the drums
0: was boom, boom, you got
1: you got you got to treat the boom, people man you boom, boom. know what i mean like whatever know?
0: whatever they don't know we used Claire Fisher, who did, like, Purple Rain. He actually came from Minnie Rippleton, so he did all the... Mm. ...a ton of stuff for a ton of people. So when we got the opportunity to use somebody like a Claire Fisher or a Benjamin Wright, who did a lot of stuff for The Barge and Earth, Wind, Fire, and a ton of other night, Gladys yeah. Knight. So we just implemented these these professionals who could take our music to another level. You know, adding or- orchestra to your music is, to me, the best thing you could do, if, if it... If it needs it, if it could lend itself a help, you know, helping hand. Anniversary was a good song, but when Claire Fisher got on it, it just took it to a whole different level. So I had to sing with that. Tony, Tony, Tony's here, and they have a playlist they put
2: together—forty-three songs that you definitely need to live with. Uh, the Isley Brothers, Delphonics, Al Green, Walter Hawkins, but also Larry June and the Alchemist. Yeah, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah. So
0: water plant. Yeah. I love
2: yeah. It. Ooh, you put the system on here. Yeah. <laughs> some tribe, Elton John. This is a great playlist. Go look for it right now. It's on Apple Music. I want to thank you, brothers.
1: Man, man thank, thank you. you for
2: spending some time with us today. Um, and that message of love and family and brotherhood, and you know, just and also I think the message too of um, and we was talking about this before we sat down. Um, and I talk about it a lot with her, um, because she's one of the few people who are black. That is out here playing an instrument, and that is a part of her aesthetic.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: you know, I, we live in a time where people think black music is just limited to hip hop, right? And they don't want to show our faces in blues or country, yeah, or right. you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even and even in sometimes, you know, I mean, jazz is ours, but you know. That doesn't even get covered as much as I as I think it should, you know. Um, and a lot of your favorite hip hop artists are using Terrace Martin and Robert Glasper yeah, and yeah. Kareem Riggins and these individuals who are jazz creators. Kareem is. A- yeah, Wow, crazy. We,
1: as artists, have to continue to perform live because they can dupe you and do this oh, whatever they want to do AI whatever, but it's nothing like people experiencing that person while we're alive. You mm-hmm. got to go out there and touch spirits and souls and uplift everyone. The music just becomes a score to you. You know, I I I that's what I'm, one thing I was tell Gabby and and all of her, her and all of yeah. it's like, you know, you know, they can do, do whatever they want to do, but you know, you you go on the road, the persons experiencing you right in front of them in the whole bit. They start digging you. The music just becomes a score. And that's it.
2: Yeah, man. It's it's uh it's it's a pleasure to have you guys, and it's a pleasure. I think we we should all just be very blessed, uh, realize we're blessed, and honored to be able to see you guys perform together again. Thank you, um, man, appreciate it. I,
1: know, appreciate it. I hope you guys
2: love. know that too, and are feeling that love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah from, me,
1: from the bay. I'm like, any anywhere in the bay. I don't care if you was from Vallejo or whatever else. Oakland, yeah, is just one the ones. You from Oakland? Yeah, but you really from Oakland? That's I'm dope. really from that's there. Dope. I'm really from there.
2: From there, man. I've been in New York um, since nineteen, uh, since two thousand two. Sure. Okay. Wow. that's why, guys. So I've been here a long time, right? Wow, it's been a minute. Wow, time hmm. flies, right? Yeah. That's great, uh-huh. though, bro. That's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Swimming out here. So, I, and and just to get y'all the full thing, I had I had Ray and y'all, hmm. right? But then I also had Brian Alexander Morgan so I was in the studio I got to see all of y'all create so the guy that wrote y'all that wrote all of this and the guy that wrote all that SWV shit is how I learned about about how to use my ears correctly and understanding this music B Morgan is so funny man when I see him a he'd be
0: like, yeah, 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 just moving 100 miles yeah. a minute. Yeah. 100 miles a minute.
2: 100 miles a minute. But once again, back to the melody, back to them keys, back to the black church, black music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, obviously growing up in a, um, in a Kojic church too, being able to see that that energy and that spirit and, you know, just what that means to mm-hmm. really be able to connect That's community right. and melody and song and, and, and express love in its purest form. So uh, I really appreciate y'all and what y'all brought to the game. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. We, thank you very glad much. glad
0: you doing it too, bro. Yeah, yeah
1: upholding the legacy. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Oh, no, I piss people it, off
2: sometimes because I'll be like, yo, that shit sucks, bro. <laughs> I know. I hear it. i be like, damn, bro, I be going hard. You, you know you don't go as hard as you used to. No, bro. I used to go harder. I yeah, used to go. Just, but you know what it is? <laughs> I've gotten, I've gotten, Um, I had to adjust because young creatives, the barriers to entry aren't there. So there's, you know, I had to remember, oh, I'm meeting someone who has talent, but they're not there yet, and mm-hmm. I got to not be so harsh with them because they're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Versus back when we was coming up, wasn't nobody seeing you until you was there, bro. Nah.
1: No, and you got bull. tough love.
2: <laughs> yeah, boo, get out of Trash. here. Ah, beat it. 60 seconds to record. Oh, you remember? Yeah, yeah. Shout to the press club. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Hey, that's the yeah, winning man. Love it. Tough love is what we tough had. Tough love, and That's yeah. what made us, you know able to survive this craziness and do it for the passion.
2: There it is. Give it up one time. Tony, 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 round of applause for these brothers right here, man. Thank you. Thank you, bro. That was Tony, 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 and you've been listening to The Message. I want to thank you all for listening to The Message these past 20 episodes, and don't worry, we're coming back with new episodes of The Message. New conversations soon. And in the meantime, you can now listen to my other Apple Music radio shows, The Ebro Show, and Rap Life Radio, now on Apple Podcasts, available to all Apple Music subscribers. Go check those out and hit the follow button to hear the latest music and artist interviews as they drop. The message. Don't push me. I'm close to the it. An open
1: dialogue about the voices of today and their experiences through music that inspires them.